What's going on? You are listening to Talk About Gay Sex. I am your host, Steve Rodriguez, here today with my other co-host, Steve Carpenter. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm great. Um, we just got off. Well, this episode is going to be interesting because it's going to be a little bit of a mashup. It reminds me of this other podcast that I listen to, This This American Life, where they mm-hmm. do Act One act two and they sort of break it up (laughs) but it's usually around a common theme and this one I thought would be interesting since we're coming off the heels of pride and um, all of that but I thought it'd be fun to do a sort of a pride edition wrap up with coming out stories and of course because we're a sex show yes uh, crazy sex spots and so yeah we're gonna kind of mash all that up tell, tell everybody about this because of course our listeners are the best educated in sex and the best in bed because they listen to us thank you so. yes absolutely <laughs> it is true and we've gotten a lot of feedback on that yeah that's true. true well we'll get into all the pride stuff um, but I was just in uh, Los Angeles last week mm-hmm. um, to my mother, um, I think I mentioned it before, she turned 80. Yeah. We did her, uh, we, we took her to Europe already, but this was like the, the, the blowout with all of our right. family that lives in Los Angeles and we're just south of. And we ended up um, doing this big party, um, which was great. Um, but the night before, my mother uh, went to bed early and my friend and I snuck out. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and we went to um, BFD, Big Fat Dick at FUBAR those listeners out there, um, I'm sure you all know it in Los Angeles, but uh, FUBAR, um, Fucked Up Beyond Recognition is the acronym, and BFD, Big Fat Dick, mm-hmm. hosted by Mario Diaz. Um, do you mm-hmm. know Mario? Or heard of him? No. He, I don't think I do. He um, has done a lot of parties here, like at the Cock, he's done... Oh, okay. I, I know of him. I don't I don't know him personally. I know of him. But yeah, and he's yeah. kind of like our Daniel Nardiccio is keeping that kind of right. sexy mm-hmm. vibe going on today, right. so we love those types, and... Keeping the undercurrent flowing. Exactly, Good. exactly. So he hosts this and has been hosting this, and now... Um, there's even a documentary, which I want to watch, uh, came out a couple years ago called Club King, mm-hmm. and he it's all about him and kind of like what we're talking about, like how he keeps this whole Good. sexuality craziness going on in today's nightlife. Um, so I think, you know, that's really great. So um, he's actually agreed to be on an upcoming episode. Excellent. Yeah. So I'm excited about that when I think I'm going to be in L.A. in a month. So we'll get him on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but what they do at BFD every Thursday night is they'll it's they've got dancers there. They're all hot. They're all you know, doing their thing. Mm-hmm. But they really encourage people to. Um, you know, show us your dick and ass. Mm-hmm. And so if you're interested, you go to the back room and they take not a Polaroid, but like a shot of you mm-hmm. printed out in like a eight by 10 and then put them up like on a clothesline with actual clothes pins right. and present them all. And I you know it's just the dick and the ass. And mm-hmm. so um, all and you night, get to pick the one you like. Well, later, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Later, that's what ends up happening is... Cool. You know, people vote, and the good thing about it is that if you didn't win and you were like, you know, mm-hmm. no one sees your face, and so you know, and maybe you got some fun play because I've been in the back room, and I'm just saying it's you are pulling your mm-hmm. pants down, and yeah. not not that we've ever done that before, of course not, <laughs> of course not. Um, so you know, you really have nothing to lose, but if you win, I think mm-hmm. you win like money, and I don't know. 
don't ask me how much because okay. yeah. Um, but well, money or, or a bar tab would be good. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Other places have yeah. done that before too, right? Bar tabs. Right. Yeah, which I think is a good thing too. So yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so you know, we went back there and. Uh, there was, uh, I went, did go back there and there was a couple guys back there. One that was like, you know, horse hung. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was like, you should enter. Well, he was too late in, in the night and, you know, didn't make the cut, but, um, he oh, would have well. made the cut. Yeah. I'm sure he would have. Yeah. And then <laughs> I was leaving and, and, you know, unfortunately LA has that darn 2 a.m. curfew. Right. Yeah. Not so like New York that goes till four. Exactly. So it's like one forty-five, and they're already like pretty much kicking you out. Yeah. Yeah. So there's Get always... Get out! Get out! Exactly. And there's always that, you know, people lingering on and the sidewalk sale type thing mm-hmm. that goes on. And The hour of desperation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was one guy that I met um, towards the end that, you know, I met in the restroom and like, he was, I think he was from Texas um, and he was like 6'3 and... His, you know, everything matched up to. Mm-hmm. It, it was he was tall when he was laying down as well. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. And is it bad if you exchange numbers and my my number was already in his phone? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that happened to me a week ago. Did it? <laughs> yeah. Isn't it like horrifying? When it's really funny. It's really yeah. funny. What happened to you? Well, uh, this this guy came up to me, and he um, and I've I've seen him before. He's uh, he's he's friendly, shall we say? And he grabbed my ass, and he's like, "Oh, says says oh, this is nice. This is nice. I like this." He says, "I'd like to fuck you sometime." And I was like, "Okay." So you know, so <laughs> sure. He says, uh, he, he says, "Let me give you my number." So I I went and grabbed one of the cards, you know, at the at the Eagle Bar, right? And he says, "Cards, give me your damn phone." <laughs> Who does cards anymore, that's Mary? What he, that's what he said, Mary. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's what he said. Who does cards anymore? I was like, okay. So I handed him my phone. He punched it in. And then I looked at it, and it came up with a name. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember him. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. That can easily, Sometimes people are cool about that, and other times it's like, oh. Well, he didn't see it, but oh, I did. Oh, you did. Oh, so yeah. you just kept it under wraps. Yeah, I didn't say anything because, you know, he... Never really responded. Got it, got you know? it. But clearly interested so if like, he's, you know. Well, it's, yeah. Time and place, you know how that Time and place, out. but, you know, if you don't respond, you don't answer, then, you know, usually I delete you, but I apparently missed that one. Right. So. I mean, I got paranoid because this person ended up texting me, um, yeah, sure, I'd love to get together with you sometime, Mr. Rodriguez. And Mr. I, Rodriguez? Yeah, and I had not said my last name, and I was, like, becoming paranoid, like... Does he know me? And of course, thinking like he knows the show or something like that. And yeah, he knows that, me from the show. We're that famous now. And, oh, girl. Oh, <laughs> shut it. Only to be put back in my place. And he said, Well, I, your name came up in my phone. And I was like, Oh, I guess it was from either when I lived in LA or maybe the last time I was there. You hadn't changed your number in a long time, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> no, I've had this. Yeah, I've had my number this for a number long time forever, too. Yeah, so. and you know, these days you don't really need to. But yeah, it was cracking me up about that. And hopefully, we, we'll get Mario uh, on the show soon. Good. And Good. I think it'll be. I'm going to watch that movie too. Look, look it up. I think I found it on Vimeo. Um, okay. The movie's called Club King. Maybe we, you and I can watch it. And, sure, that'd be uh, great. Yeah, that'd last, be great. And we should look it up, and we can put it in the show notes where people can. Also look at it. Absolutely. So, Smart put it on our, our, our link farm. Our link farm, yes, yes, which is in desperation of um, 
more needs links. to be updated, but okay. I, I, I'm on it. I'm ah, on web it, pages are constantly in need of updating. It's just, oh, you know, it's, it's, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. Oh, my God. <laughs> but the other thing that I did this past weekend, um, there's an organization here in New York called MMX, Male Massage Exchange. Mm -hmm. uh, I may have talked about it before, but basically uh, they are an online network that they have a place that they use here in New York City. But basically it hooks um, people that are trying to learn about massage mm -hmm. or massage experts and right. links them up. So they'll do, um, you know, seminars and classes where they'll teach you basic massage, you know, tantric. They mm -hmm. also do yoga. And then in those, sometimes those classes, then you, you know, you exchange partners mm -hmm. and, and learn about massage and that type right. of thing. You can also hire, um, you know, people off their network for massage, but then they'll do interesting parties like, um, like a jack off party where you all show up on a Tuesday mm -hmm. and they're always looking for bukkake boys. Is, am I saying that right? Bukkake. 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 Yeah. Which, where, do, where does that word come from? It's Japanese. And explain to our audience what that really means. So bukkake is, in my understanding of it, is basically there's one guy who kind of sits in the middle and everyone kind of stands around him and jerks off and comes all over him. Got it. And when they do that, is it is the aim to be on that person's face, or does it matter? Everywhere. Everywhere. Wherever. Wherever. Everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> Cover him. Yeah. Wow. And so sometimes you'll see on their site, they'll say, um, you know, if you want to be one Bukaki boy, they, I think they kind of, you know, instruct you. Because uh, apparently a lot of people do. That could be fun. It could be. It could be fun. Yeah, yeah. So they'll do that. Well, and it's such a great moisturizer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, much better than that coconut oil. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, I find it really interesting, and um, but it's a Japanese. Supposedly, supposedly, as I heard it, it used to be, it was a punishment for women who strayed. Oh you know, wow! And that, yeah. But I don't know if that that's true. I mean, I have I have no idea. That's just what I had heard, which is. Pretty hearsay. much useless. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's hearsay. I mean, there is a whole dynamic so. dynamic that goes on when someone's standing over you or you're standing over somebody and yeah. that person really wants it. And it's a whole, it's erotic. It's, oh, yeah, it, very it's much so. It definitely plays into that, that power play thing, you know, that's hot, really. Right. So um, you just, I think, you know, have to find that right person mm -hmm. and the dynamic right. and I'm always worried about, Oh shit. Like I'm always turning my eyes away because I'm just burns. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or burns. holding, closing all orifices just, you know, yes. I don't know for safety reasons. I'm just mm -hmm. like, but I do like that, the concept of it a lot mm -hmm. and yeah, it's hot. That could be fun. So these people, MMX did a, um, a kind of their annual summer, I don't know, summer solstice or full moon party is what they mm -hmm. called it. And Naked. it was a full moon on Saturday. It was, yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know when you're out in the Pines or Fire Island in general, mm -hmm. here we live in the city, so we don't see any of that. I mean, you go to Times Square and it's like daylight. and so Oh, it was really bright. You could see it, definitely. Okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's not like, no, it's definitely not like being out, you know, in the woods or... You know, in, it's the, in the gorgeous, it's gorgeous, and yeah. especially like over the over the ocean. And, oh, yeah. Um, although it makes it very confusing in the meat rack because you can't tell what's a real tree and what's a shadow. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> that's true. No. Unless, of course, you know your way through back and forth 
the you meat know, rack, which we've spoken before about, is the, the Judy Garland Memorial Woods, the Enchanted Forest. The it path, has many names. The path that leads from the pines to the cherry grove, and it yeah. was it was great because I went overnight. And I went with a friend of mine, Teddy Bass, who was on one of our episodes. Um, it was just him and I. And so he had, he's from L.A. and had never been to um, Fire Island at really? all. So wow. it is fun when you go with somebody that's never been there. Oh, yeah. And, and he, he, was, he loved it. He well, just, it's, it's got its own... It's got its own... I don't want to say... I guess its own culture. I mean, they, they, it they, definitely there's does. Fire Island holidays, like the invasion. Yep. You know, there's things like that that go on, um, you know, in... Post-season, there's a lot of uh, house owners and homeowners that, that do Thanksgiving out there. Yep. There's um, entertainment galore. There there's was entertainment oh, everywhere. Speaking of entertainment, there was some show he saw um, in Cherry Grove that was a, a spoof on the chorus line. So, and instead of them all in the chorus line, the storyline, they're all trying to vibe to be in a show, right? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in this one, they're all trying to um, get a spot in this restaurant, like to be a oh, server. That's funny. And there's a drag queen, and there's, um, and he was just saying it was hilarious, and because they're all, you know, 86 in order and vying to serve this table, and how they're going to do it. And he said they were all excellent actors. I said, oh yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's no joke. The the Pines and Cherry Grove gets great entertainment. It's oh, not yeah. well, I, but it it used to be, it started out basically as a as a haven for for the Broadway people and and all of that. You know, that was the, you know, the Broadway people and the hairdressers. So in the middle of the oh. week, they'd go out there, you know. It was when, their kind of getaway, right? It was their getaway. But they're know? also talented. Yeah, they're talented. You know, Ethel Merman was out there. Judy, uh, I don't know if Judy Garland was out there, but and Barbara Streisand's been out there. And, and just, yeah, I mean, it's just that Nowadays, kind of, you get Margaret Cho and you get yeah, exactly. um, Alan Cummings and all these types. Right. Yeah. So, right. yeah, but... One of the cool things, though, um, this MMX naked full moon party was mm-hmm. they, they rent a house. This year, apparently, was a different house from last year. Or maybe it's their house. I don't know. But it was a different house from last mm-hmm. year. And so, you know, typical of these houses, they kind of can feel like a tree house. Um, it can. Which was great because it had multiple levels to it. Um, you know, it was bring your own bottle. So there was, it was nice because there was, mm-hmm. when you walked in, you checked your clothes, you put them in a paper bag. Okay, yes, it was hard finding that paper bag at, or that <laughs> that uh, trash bag at the end. And of course the thought is like, oh, oh shit. Like, you know, if this is all I brought, I mean, am I, if I don't find my clothes, <laughs> I don't find my clothes, I am I'm buck in naked <laughs> in this island where there's plenty of mosquitoes and who knows what. Yeah, so... Fortunately, we found our bags. Plenty of mosquitoes. Yeah. But, you know, you could, seriously, you could walk around that place, you know, almost completely naked and no one would bat an eye. Not that they, True. I mean, yeah, they, yes, they'd bat an eye in the right way, but no one would say, oh, he's naked. Oh, my God. You know. <laughs> and the hilarious part is, like, you know, you take your clothes off, you kept your shoes on, but you text, uh, put them in a plastic bag, got a, a magic marker and put mm-hmm. your name on it. Right. And then there was these bins. And, of course, there was... I guess five bins because you put it in one of the Spice Girls' names bins. So there was scary Spice Girls' name. What's some of the other ones? Scary. <laughs> oh, I don't even know. We were supposed to, I, spooky. I don't know. We put ours. Well, it was a whole thing between my friend Teddy and I because I thought ours were in one bin, and he said it was in another one. They ended up in the one I thought, but mm-hmm. he was convinced that it was. I don't know that they mixed them around and whatever. <laughs> yeah, Teddy, I got the last word on this. Too but. many poppers for him, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, right, right. 
So um, the party was great. They had, um, you know, you couldn't go into the house. And I was laughing. There was a, a sign that said, like, to basically where you'd pee. Um, and mm-hmm. it was just underneath a staircase and these two, you know, bins, mm-hmm. Costco-sized bins or whatever. And the, those were your troughs that you peed into. Mm-hmm. And the funniest moment was, like, me and my friend Teddy are sitting there, you know, taking a piss. Yeah. And above us, we can see the deck that's right above us. And it's, you know, mm-hmm. a, head of, a head space above where we're taking a piss. And some guys bent over getting pounded. And Teddy, who's known to be, doesn't hold back words is like, how's it going up there? Oh, you getting pounded nicely? And he's like, oh, and the guy's like, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, take it. And he's going, I'm like, oh, Ted, are you serious? <laughs> Just let the guy get pounded. <laughs> there was hey, another man. moment, too, where, like, Teddy said something hilarious, and some guy comes, some queen comes out and says, enough with the comedy. <laughs> oh. Sometimes people don't like comedy mixed in no, with, you know. Some people don't like people don't like people other people interfering with their sex and it's like well you know then don't have public sex true you know true. i mean that part i understand if like you're having a moment with somebody and somebody comes in i for example was having a moment with a guy mm-hmm. and a hand started to come out of nowhere and it's like touching me yeah and like the next thing you know he i guess was turned on by what was going on between me and this guy mm-hmm. that He's jerking off, and I could see, oh, please don't come on me. Please don't come on me. And the next thing you know, he's coming on this cushion, oh. and my arm's, like, right there. And some of it, of course, went on my arm, which was, like, a huge load. And I was like, okay, I'm washed this arm later mm-hmm. <laughs> with alcohol because, of course, there's no running water at this place. So No running yeah. water? Yeah, I told you there was just two bins, and you had to already be prepared. How did they have no running water? I mean, they're just what they did. What they did have in a good, in a great way, I thought, was throughout the party. And like I said, if you imagine a treehouse, mm-hmm. there's multiple levels. Um, in every level, there was like lube. There was these little like you know kits, mm-hmm. and in the kit they had condoms. They had uh, wet nap like mm-hmm. wipes, which I thought was good, so that you could clean up with. Um, Monogram moist towelettes for those yes. short relationships. Yes, <laughs> yes, summer breeze, all that stuff. Yeah, yes. they had. What? Well, so at least they had all that, and you know, technically, I probably wouldn't want people traipsing in my house either. You know, in one of these types of parties, you know. So. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> you want to be able to wash up a little bit. I mean, that doesn't necessarily for round two and three. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. But you know, you don't necessarily want people, you know, bringing their own hose and douching in there as well. So, you know, which, no. which that happens too. you know, people yeah. do that too. And it's just like, Oh, come on. Yeah. You know. Speaking of which there's, well, I'll tell you about one that Fort Trough has a little bit later, but um, okay. it's interesting for these moments when you're, you know, you need there, a quick cleanse. Yeah. Well, I've, well, I've got some anecdotes on that too. So. Oh, okay, we can talk about <laughs> all about that. But yeah. So, anyways, to wrap up this, um, uh, it was a great party. Um, and there, like, you, when you walked in, it wasn't like you could see everybody because it was dim light, but it wasn't dark. Right. For those that are not into the dark room thing, mm-hmm. and on that first level where the bar, you know, the bar was, people were like chatting, and it was you couldn't. Mm-hmm. It was nice. They had benches you couldn't hang out. And then when you wanted to kind of go to the next few levels or around the corner, and like you said, Treehouse, there was all these little nooks and crannies. Right. Um, it was, you could have your fun or, 
or not. And mm -hmm. um, the most, the best part, being a full moon party, was at the very top. Many of these houses have these great decks, right? Yes, a, a lookout deck. Lookout deck. Up top, yeah. This was on facing the ocean side, and the moon ah. was like... It was gorgeous, yeah. Gorgeous, shining on the, the ocean. Mm -hmm. And a guy comes up to me, he's like... Isn't this great? Don't you just want to? Have you ever been fucked with the full moon? Like, and you were like, like, Yeah, it's just no, out of a romance novel. <laughs> yeah. No, I haven't. Right. <laughs> Maybe you can make my fantasy happen again. Again. <laughs> yeah. So I'm hoping to get those guys, um, Jeff and or Jimmy, on the. I'm working on that to get them um, because I do think what they're doing is is yeah. cool. Because no, addition, I agree. Yeah, and it's, they do. It's an openness. It's, it gives you something other than there's sex involved if you want it, but there's right. also, you know, if you just want to go learn massage, you could do that. Right. You know, I think it's great. If you just want a massage, you could do that too. Yeah, they had massage so, tables up at this um, yeah. as well. And, and I know they did yoga throughout the weekend. And, and so they're kind of doing some cool things, or they are doing cool things. So I'm excited right. about that. Um, but speaking of Pride that just happened, um, I went. You went to Pride this year here yes, in New York, I did. right? Yeah. So um, you know, and Pride sort of. I always think that you know sometimes us New Yorkers can think that like the world revol revolves around New York, but really, Pride's happening <laughs> throughout the year. Pride happens throughout the year around the world. Around the world, it started. I know there's as early as April, like Miami's doing it. Mm -hmm. Then you've got. Um, you know, DJ Joey Z, who is on our show right. a couple times already on our live broadcast and so forth, um, is just got an amazing gig where he's going to DJ uh, opening night at the Atlanta. Oh, yeah. He Gay said Pride, that, yeah. A, the Aquarium Zoo. Aqu well, the Aquarium. I was going to say right. the Aquarium Zoo. But um, so I'm going to go check him out there. We might do a podcast there. Oh, that'd be great. Um, and that's October 8th or something like that. So. Okay. It's interesting, and then I, I know may, I may have to go. Yes, please come out, <laughs> listeners. Please come out too. Um, so it's always interesting that the the prides that continue. He just DJ Joey Z just got back from World Pride in Madrid, mm -hmm. and said that um, he was really touched by it because I said, "What did you think? How did it go?" And he said, "I mean, the city literally shut down mm -hmm. completely, yeah. like." Everybody from families to parents to what weren't necessarily gay, people all came out. The whole city, streets were shut down. The city, like, really turned up. There was pride stages flecked around the entire city. And mm -hmm. it, it, he said it was really moving and touching on so many levels. And I was right. like, wow. I mean, I guess if you are going to call yourself World Pride, you, you really should. But right. it looks like they did. So that was kind of exciting. You know, so much of Europe, too, is, is, is so much more, I don't want to say accepting, because, I mean, they are more accepting. Yeah. But it's not, you, you, don't have the, you don't have the haters as much in Europe. You don't have the, I want to kick your ass faggot stuff that you, that you get in the States. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, it's so, true. I mean, as much as Stonewall you know, and everything else. A friend of mine in France, you know, he came out to his family, and they said, oh, well... Okay, so you'll be our disappointment, son, but we still love you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, move on. It's yeah, not that exactly. big of a deal. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here at this our gay pride, I forgot how crazy. Um, I know you were out a little bit that e that oh, yeah. day, and it's you it's know our streets were. It's York. a little bit insanity. Yeah, I have to say, um, we did some interviews that I'm going to play some for you in a little bit here, but uh, of just sort of man on the street, you know, yeah. questions, and it was that was fun, but. It was. I forgot how crazy it was, and they really well, do make it a, a grid and or a 
amazed that you can't get from yeah. point A to B. You, you can't get from A to B, and, and unfortunately, NYPD, you ask them how you get somewhere, and they give you directions that aren't true. You're right. I, they that's so they funny redirect you, you yeah. and it, it just annoys the crap out of me because I don't know why they do that. Yeah, you know, it's like why? Why are you just flat out lying to me? Because then I'll go talk to so and so, and then you know, at the, at the other block. So you get over there, and they say, "Well, what are you coming here for?" Right, and yeah. that took twenty minutes to get to that other exactly. block. Exactly. Yeah, it's so. I forgot how crazy yeah. it can be. But I mean, it, I'm happy for everyone that they comes shut out. down all the avenues. I shouldn't say all the avenues, but they, you know, Fifth Avenue obviously was closed. Sixth Avenue, Seventh Avenue, Eighth Avenue. Yeah. Um, it's it's also epic too. It yeah. lasts forever. And then and anything like below Twenty Third Street, all those yeah. avenues. I mean, uh, Victor Garber, who is an actor, and um, and he's open. He's openly gay. Oh, he lives, oh I love him. Yeah, he's he used great. to be on Alias. Yeah, um, and he uh, he lives at the end of my block. He, we live on the same block. And I was I was outside with my friend, you know, just chatting, and he comes strolling by with his luggage, just exhausted. And I I said. Really? You had to travel today? And he rolled his eyes and went, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> so I don't, he apparently had got dropped off like at 23rd right. Street. Oh, yeah. Had to, the, yeah had all to try drivers to, were not having yeah. it. And, yeah. and he had to maneuver his way with his luggage all the way, you know, down to the village. So Yeah. I mean, we're supposed to be hosting World Pride in a couple years. So yeah. if we think this is bad, oh, I, I can only imagine. But well, I remember the big, what was it, the 25th anniversary, something like right. that? It was many years ago, but... That was huge. Yeah, I can that imagine. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, but not. But there were some good moments. I went to the peer dance this year, and that's right. Instead of doing just uh, one Sunday, you know, evening performance and what they normally do, and then they end with fireworks, they did three days. Mm-hmm. Maybe just to step it up a little bit. Maybe you know. And so they did Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I went Friday. And saw Patty LaBelle, which was really awesome. I love and her. yeah, I mean, love you know, her. we all know her um, from LaBelle and just all her hits and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But I've never seen her live. And she's incredible. You know, she was amazing. <clears throat> she commands the stage oh. and the audience. Yeah. She came out with her, like a quintessential, almost harkened back to uh, LaBelle days with this spiked oh, really? thing, like a <laughs> peacock kind of. A number, and because it was the weather was a little compromised that day, mm-hmm. and fortunately Deborah Cox had to cut her performance short because of the th- um, like thunderstorms, right? And which was sad because I really wanted to see her sing some of the s- mm-hmm. songs from uh, the Bodyguard, right. but I'm just gonna have to see her in the Bodyguard. But Patty was able to go on, and so. It lasted, but the winds were so strong, and it started flipping over, and she pulls up a little, like, mirror that she had on the piano, and she's like, how's it looking, people? And she literally, like, (laughs) let it... We were like, no, you look great, and you're Mm -hmm. screaming, and at one point, they sort of escorted her down, and she comes back with a totally new, fresh wig that was like... Yeah. She couldn't... She needed the hair to look, which I don't... I'm not mad at that. I mean, but unbelievable. I mean, I think my friend Joey didn't know, like... Some of the he, well, what's she going to sing? I said, "Hello, Lady Marmalade," mm-hmm. um, and then she sang, "If you ask me to," which she which said she did first. She said, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, don't get it twisted." I did it first, and then yeah. she did another song like that. Teddy Pendergrass did, and she said, "Don't get it twisted." Teddy did it first, so mm-hmm. I like. She had a really fun. She's really she's she's got a great stage presence. Completely really great stage presence. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, but. I was, like I said before, out on the streets. I'm going to play you some audio right now. Um, this first question that I was like asking people was really, you know, what's your favorite or most memorable pride story? And then I want to hear about some of yours, too. So let's, let's take a cool. listen. What is your favorite pride story, if you have one? Um, 
I actually think it goes back to my very first Pride. It was 1980-something, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, several years ago. And I remember being in awe. You know, I had just moved here from Buffalo, New York, and I was just in awe on how many people and, and the spirit and the sense of community. It was, it was a, just a wonderful, wonderful day. And it, I think it pushed me out of the closet. And here in 2017, um, what have you noticed so far? I mean, we're early on in the parade, but do you still have that same vibe, especially, you know, in the current administration? Yeah, um, the, the, the parade today has had, there's been a lot of resistance, a lot of protest marches, which, is, which has been wonderful. But there's also the sense of our friends. We're here with all of our friends today, and we, we meet here um, annually, the same spot, and it's just it's become a tradition for us. I love it. Well, happy Pride. Happy Pride. So being from and living in Los Angeles, uh, you just had the, the march in, I understand you didn't go to the march in L.A., but um, what were your thoughts about um, the march versus not having an actual parade like we have here today? Well, for me, for me, the gay, you know, gay pride is all about being happy and having a good time and showing your pride, and I get the resist movement, but I really miss the whole, you know, the actual being proud about being gay and showing it in that way, rather than resisting and going after, you know, Trump or whoever we're going after at the moment. Hi, tell me your name. Tom. Tom, happy Pride. Um, can you tell me your uh, favorite Pride story you have? I think it was my first one. I moved to New York with a bunch of roommates from college, and uh, we'd only been here a couple of months, and I came to New York and discovered this Pride Parade, and I had known I was gay. And there was this overwhelming feeling of, oh my gosh, all these other people had dealt with what I dealt with, and that was so welcoming and rewarding, and there were fireworks, and everything was fabulous, and I ran back to my apartment with my roommates, and they were watching the news, and, they, and on television they said, oh my gosh, look, the gays have fireworks in this town, because we were from the Midwest. And they said, where were you today? And I said, oh, nowhere, and I was covered with glitter and sunburn. I love it. I love it. Um, and are you in a relationship now? I got married last Thursday after 17 years of being together. Congratulations. Thanks. So um, being married, it must be marriage equality. Do you ever worry um, in the current administration that our rights might be threatened at all? Or are you pretty confident that you know we'll still make it through? I think the uh, introduction of Gorsuch on the Supreme Court and Trump in office has made us nervous that we might lose these rights, and that was one of the key motivators to getting married now, to make sure we were counted as people that wanted to be married. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. Okay. Wow, weren't those some great, like... Those are great. Yeah, those I know. The glitter thing cracks me up because, <laughs> on, uh, well, <laughs> if anyone knows what, you know, when you get sprinkled with glitter it does it go it stays forever yeah and somebody in said places they got it that in their... you don't necessarily want it right ass cracks and all that stuff exactly and somebody some fairy queen thought it was cute to as i was doing these interviews to just like fairy dust me with glitter and and i got it all over me and i was like oh you bitch i know <laughs> i know and it literally i think i still have some a friend a friend of mine used to get this uh, my friend Brent used to get this micro glitter yeah. and he'd pour some into his hand and then he'd just blow it, just be this. That's and just it mean. would just go everywhere and it was just like, you know, it was in your hair and, and it, forget it. It's just, it's not coming out for months. Yeah, literally. For months. You yeah, know? And then you go somewhere, you know, very formal or something or very, very hoity toity and they're like, are you wearing body glitter? 
Right, right. It's like, and it's not no, that... I'm not. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but no, I mean, it was, I was um, struck by some of these. Um, first of all, the second one, um, the, the, the thing about the, the guy from L.A., or the resist yeah. versus, I mean, I'm sort of on that. You know, I hate to. We're so divided as a country. I hate to say I'm on that side because I mean, I get the. We, I looked at yeah. some of the footage and I did like. Um, I'll post a couple of the pictures that um, my intern took. That um, Trump sucks, but in a, I forgot how they spelled it. Um, anyway, he, he put some other. There was some resistant, like great pictures that were more peaceful, right. in nature. And I think <clears throat> I like the. I did actually like our parade in in that. Part where we're a combination of a resistance plus the celebration, right. unlike LA, which which got was rid just of the it. resistance. Yeah. So from that standpoint, I loved what he had to say on that. Oh, I do too, because the, you know, pride, pride is really something to. to I mean, it's it's my favorite holiday. That whole see that whole time, you know, yeah, from pride. It's not just that one day. No. Well, there's pride in New York. I mean, the the week before is leather pride, yes. you know, in New York, and then there's gay pride, and then you've got a, like a weekend to. You know, recovery, recover, and then and then there's Fourth of July, which yep. is you know, I'm also a very patriotic person, so I love yes. Fourth of July. Yes. You know, and so it's my favorite time of year. It is. It is the, the most <laughs> one fabulous time. Most of wonderful. Yeah, time sing it. I was, I was cueing you, girl. So <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was really interesting. He also that I didn't um, have that audio, but he was telling me how. He introduced somebody from El Salvador. Um, I don't know if he meant this boy romantically or not, but mm-hmm. brought him here into the States. I think the guy's living here now, and it was his first introduction to gay pride. And I'm assuming in El Salvador, he, there's not a lot of opportunities to Depending be out. on where and, you live, but probably not. I huh? got the feeling that that's what he was suggesting. And so that was yeah. kind of nice. Um, the last one, though, um, was really interesting because... Uh, the guy from North Carolina, Charlotte, that's, uh, or I think, I'm not sure where he said it was, but yeah, mm-hmm. he uh, used to live in the South and, and how his friends saw the TV, look, the gays are doing fireworks and everything. Yes. <laughs> and I thought that was hilarious. But what touched me when the whole thing about the marriage thing, yeah. and I was, I thought, wow. And, you know, he just got married this week and, mm-hmm. and it is something that, you know, but yeah. you, he wanted to get it in the books. Like, that's so great. That, I mean, that, that really is great. And, you know, but it's people should get married because they want to and they love each other. And, right. And, and, and yes, we can. You know, and I think it's great that they did. Uh, it's unfortunate that, you know, he also felt that he wanted to do it just in case. Yes. You know, right. No, you're something right. Something happens with this administration where we lose rights. Yeah. You know, or any of that gets, you know, gets knocked down. Yeah. Good point. So, then, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm 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 very happy that they did, and obviously they're very happy that they did. So I was trying to think of my like most memorable gay pride story, and I couldn't really think of one like early on. But I thought of one a few years ago where relating to marriage equality, it was the year that marriage equality passed, mm-hmm. and I'll never forget we that were was at awesome. yeah we were. A bunch of us were at a restaurant and we were all cheering because we somebody found it on their phone mm-hmm. and we were cheering. Well, that particular year, I was asked to be on the Eagle float. Um, mm-hmm. I, and so I was excited and excited just to be on the float, um, mm-hmm. excited to support the Eagle, a bar that, you know, I'm there all the time. Right. But because of that particular year, the sentiments and the celebration oh, was... Agreed. And it was... 
I remember I had these huge, my friend calls them these Lady Gaga glasses because they just sort of wrap around my face. And yeah, they're... they're <laughs> Lady they're, Gaga or Jackie O glasses. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I would just remember, the, you know, people screaming at us saying, oh, like, they were so happy and as if, you know, we had done something and tears were like rolling, welling up in my eyes. But I was like, oh, thank God I have these glasses on because it was really moving and touching to... Mm-hmm. Um, beyond all the, yes, it's fun to just be half naked on a float and dance and sing and what, all that stuff. But right. I was really proud and happy to, to be a part of that particular one. Do you have any? I have, I have three oh. that are very special, um, and I'll be brief on them. Um, was it three years ago at Pride was special to me because one of my closest friends, uh, John, John Glines, who was mm, a producer. Yes, he, the theater was, company. Yeah. The, the, the Glines Theater Company, right. and um, John, is, was, John won a Tony Award in 1983 for producing Tort Song Trilogy on Broadway. Oh, my gosh. And he thanked his lover on national television in 1983, which created a big stink. You know, he was one of the first people to really... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, got, he had you know, death threats and all kinds of things for, for a long time. But um, he and his partner of, at that time, was a 13 or 14 years... I mean, they live in Thailand. Uh, John's retired. He lives in Thailand with his with his partner Shawarat, who's a native Thai. Oh, love it um, there. They had called. They come back in the summertime for a couple of months to New York, and they had called me and said uh, ahead of time, says we we want to get married when we come back now that it's legal, and we want to get married, but we want you to perform the ceremony. Can you, you know, officiate? Officiate? Can you do whatever you need to do to 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 take care of that? And I said absolutely. So it was on Gay Pride, oh. and he invited a bunch of friends over, but he didn't tell them what, what they were it coming was, to. Like you just come to, to a gay pride party, yeah. And people were crying. Oh my god! <laughs> it was that it was fabulous, amazing. And, and we did a we did a, Buddha, a very Buddhist ceremony because right. they're both Buddhist, as am I, and uh, it was fabulous. Oh my! It was gosh. fabulous. And I and do you have any pictures from that? I do. I have some pictures. And Would I, you loan us one? Absolutely. And I, and I did get, uh, I did get a, um, they call it a stole, which is the, the thing that the, the Boot. minister or yeah. priest wears. Um, and it's, it's rainbow colored. Oh, my so, gosh. I love that. So it was fabulous. That's so, an amazing story. You have yeah, two more? That like... I have two more. <laughs> um, the, the, the one that was so striking for me, this was right in the middle of the AIDS crisis, as it really as people were really starting to push back and right. ACT UP was taking off and all of that, right. um, I was with the Glines. I was, you know, we, we had shows going on. We always had a show going on in the summer, and we always had something at Pride that was going on that we were opening. Uh, so we were in the parade. There was, there, was, um, there was the Glines, and then the Glines also ran a company called Stamp Out AIDS, hmm. which um, you would buy these, like, stamps that said Stamp Out AIDS, like a, almost like an Easter seal. Oh, cool. And that, and that money went into... Funding for you know funding people with AIDS, oh, and cool. out of that came a company called Broadway Cares, which so, is which legendary is now, now. Uh, which then merged with Equity Fights AIDS. Right. So it's Broadway Cares Equity Fights which AIDS. Which just ended they, that a couple yeah. a month ago, I think. Yeah. yeah, and they they do a phenomenal job in raising money. Wow, you know, that's, um, it's a phenomenal. You were at the beginning of all exactly, but um, so two things. Uh, so uh, one parade, uh, everyone had um, like this pink ribbon that they, you could write names on of people that you had lost. Sure. And uh, it was really emotional. My friend Charlie, um, who worked in the theater, who still works in the theater, he had so many on him. Mm. You know, he was pink. Oh. 
you know, because yeah. he lost so many, you know, uh, Chorus Line lost a ton of people, Cats yeah. lost a ton of people, all of the Broadway shows just lost oh. so many people. Um, but what was so striking is the, going down Fifth Avenue, Right. Um, at two o'clock they had a moment of silence. Mm. And we were, st- we had just kind of come around the corner, we were still like, we were going Central Park West across 59th. Oh, and right, down when it used to be a little longer, yeah. At the time, and we had just, we were like on maybe 57th or 56th Street. And it was a moment of silence. And you're kind of up, you're elevated. Right. As far as you can see, all the way down Fifth Avenue. No one making a sound. In New York City? In New York City. Wow. Complete silence. It was so stunning. Yeah. And so moving. And moving, yeah. You know, that was was really memorable. Yeah. And it's a mixed emotion. It's a... It's yeah. It's a sadness. It's a joy for the it's solidarity. A, it's yeah, and all of those people. Yeah, showing that respect. Right, and you can see thousands and thousands and thousands of people. It was deafening it was, the silence. Yeah. Oh, oh, wow. That I still is, get choked up thinking about. You didn't know you gotten me choked up. So, it's amazing. And then the third one, which was fun. <laughs> My friend Mark, who's, he, he died, you know, probably like 20 years ago. Right. So uh, we, were in, we were doing Stamp Out AIDS that year. We were marching with Stamp Out AIDS that year. Um, and we got, we, we had to stop in front of St. Patrick's Cathedral because you, you, the parade goes and it stops and it goes and it stops. And it doesn't go that far anymore, right? Like, no, no, no. That far, yeah. No, but there were these religious groups that come out in front of, oh, yeah. you know, St. Patrick's Cathedral and, you know, fags are, you know, are going to hell. I like how they associate themselves with St. Patrick's, though. Exactly. It's like, really? Well, my friend Mark, he just, he, his personality was just something, you know, he, he would he could find humor in everything, and he could find a way to really turn it around. So these people were yelling and screaming at—I mean, literally—screaming right. at us. You know, you faggots, you're all gonna die. You deserve what you get. And Mark says, "Come here." And he grabs my arm and he walks over right in front of them, and he, you know, like bends me over like in a like in a oh, dance, my, a dip, and, and, and a dip exactly, and plants this huge kiss on me. Oh my God! You know. <laughs> a Broadway moment. And these people were just, some of them shut up because they were stunned. They were like, <gasps> you know. And then it's, it's and freaking then gay pride. We get up people. and he, Mike turns around and says, Happy Pride. Oh, <laughs> such a class act. Such a class yeah, act. Yeah, it was fun. It was I fun love it. Because I didn't know he was going to do it. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I love that. Well, that's awesome. Well, you know. Being on the streets, I had to, of course, bring it around to, you know, the sex stories and stuff like that. So in addition to, you know, what's your favorite pride story, it was like, crazy hottest place um, you've ever had sex. And boy, mm-hmm. did I get an earful. Um, <laughs> take a listen sure to some you of, did. Yeah, take a listen to some of these. Cool. What's the hottest place you ever had sex? Since I know you'll answer. Let me go. Let me. I had sex at Central Park. I had sex on top of my roof. I had sex in my bedroom. I had sex everywhere, basically. Hey, I'm not mad at that. I sex in my mom's room, too, and in the living room. Awesome, awesome. I just ate a bitch out, that's it. <laughs> oh, I ate a bitch out, that's it. That's how I turned it. Hey, what's the craziest place you've ever had sex? In a church. Wow. <laughs> in a confessional? No, no. No one was in the church. Okay, yeah. Just me and the other person. Yeah, were you on your knees and the... I was, yeah, I was praying. I'm a sexual deviant, so I've had sex in stairwells, 
office buildings, um, restaurants, bath, public bathrooms. Anything goes. Pick a place. Wow, I love that one. Um, I'm a sex. I don't know if you, the audio was a little crazy, as you can imagine, on a gay pride. But um, I'm a sexual deviant, anything goes type thing guide. He, um, I'll post his picture up, and we even have the video of it. But um, he, you know, he had like a huge nose ring, and and just um, my intern ran after him. Mm -hmm. um, to get the interview, and he was running around the corner, and I thought, oh, let's forget it. It's too far. No, nope, mm -hmm. he brought him back, and he, but he was very happy to talk about that. Um, and Good. so, and the girl, I don't know if you could hear her, she said, um, um, I just ate a bitch out. That's how, <laughs> that's my coming out story. I was like, all right, that's so great. And then the church one was hilarious to me because it's like, yeah, yeah. Who, was, who do you think he was worshipping there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, or what exactly. was he worshipping? What you should have asked is, was it, was it one of the priests? It, I know, <laughs> I know. And actually, you just sent me that story, because um, uh, I was just at the Vatican right. in Rome, right. and that whole story about a priest. The sex party. Well, well, a, he's a, not a priest, he's a cardinal. Well, it was a, a cardinal? He's a cardinal. And it was help trafficking drugs, and yeah. having people notice that, you know, the room that... I guess it's a room that he doesn't live in, but it has access to. They were like guys were coming in at all hours of the night. Yeah, and neighbors were complaining. Sex orgies were happening, and right. which sounds hot, but I mean seriously, it's like get your shit together. Like, like you know. Yeah, and you sent it to me as like, were you part of this raid and, and or this like sex orgy thing? I was well, like, well, no. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. I know how you are. Yeah, right. No, no. The you, were, you were at the Vatican around that time, so it's like, ah, yep, Steve's in, Steve's in Rome. The worshipping part, yes. I mean, my friend from this last weekend was literally worshipping my friend's dick, mm -hmm. like worshipping. Yeah. It was like, it was comical and inevitably... That, that, that friend we both know. Yes. Yeah, uh-huh, yes. okay. Inevitably, I'm always like, when I'm in these like, sex party type things there's mm -hmm. always um only my friend john can like we're always like find the humor in these types of things so i yeah. always like have this cross of oh this is hot or i want to play with him or two or, or you're laughing or i'm totally <laughs> like laughing and yeah and so uh, and i'm i'm there's very few of us that have that sort of yeah duality thing but it cracks me up well i mean i could tell stories of the old bathhouses that were like that <laughs> yeah, too I'm you know because sure. there was no there was no ceiling on these rooms you know uh -huh. so people would you could hear everything and sometimes people would intentionally say things but we won't get into that now we will not <laughs> no no and i have some other interesting recent um mm -hmm. Crazy sex stories, but um, I think we will. Do you have any though? Sex crazy places that you've had sex in? Um, in an airplane. Really, Mile High Club. Yeah, but well, you're a former. Or sorry, I would keep saying that you're a pilot. I am a pilot. I'm a private pilot. On, I mean, I, I do not fly for the airlines. No. Um, um, you know, I flew an aerobatic plane for a while, but this was not. This was not an aerobatic plane. This was just, uh, you know, a little, you know, four seater. Cessna. Were you flying? I was flying. And you had sex? Well, I mean, he went down on me, and it, Got it. it was fun. Wow. You know, That's as, I'm, as I'm flying the plane, and I'm talking to air traffic controllers oh. at the same time. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Which was interesting. That's so, amazing. I mean, there's no, F, there's no FAA regulations about that, so. Sure, right. Know. Yeah, and you said there's a whole organization about gay... Gay Pilots or something like yeah, that? The yeah, the National Gay Pilots Association. That's so cool. Yeah, we were actually, uh, it was a date. I was, we were going to dinner in Montauk, so. In Montauk. Montauk. 
Interesting. Wow. So, I don't, yeah. Mine it was actually on the way back, but. I love that story. Yeah, yours totally trumps mine. I mean, mine, I don't know the craziest place, but a recent one was with somebody that cuts my hair that I think is hot, but like it's now been a few years now. And mm-hmm. so, and he has a boyfriend. And so, you know how, yeah. if it doesn't happen, it's just, it's you like, just oh, become friends. Yeah, and and mm-hmm. I see him, I have a standing appointment. Yes. For, <laughs> I know my friend, our episode one, Gregory's laughing at that because he, he always teases me about the standing appointment. Yes, but at the beauty parlor. It, it's not the beauty <laughs> parlor. It's a, it's a cool barber establishment. It's um, a beauty parlor. <laughs> anyways, and so I, he doesn't really go out much. Um, he's, you know, goes to bed early and mm-hmm. I think he did that before. And so I happened to see him at a place I was at you know, a month ago, and he was like, hey, I was like, hey, what are you guys doing here? And he was with this boyfriend who's adorable mm-hmm. and hot, and the next thing you know, you know, he's like, wow, I didn't know you, look at your body, I kn- didn't know you had all that, and I'm like, okay, and we're getting, like, closer, the next thing you know, we're making out, mm-hmm. and then the boyfriend, the three of us are all making out, and <laughs> we made our way to another part of this establishment and kind of, of establishment, establishment <laughs> and had a whole kind of hot, like three way. And, and Bloomingdale's fucking, hasn't been yeah. the same since. And Bloomingdale's no. hasn't been the same. No, <laughs> exactly. We marked our territory and yeah, the funny thing was I was, I was kind of, you know, wondering like, Oh shoot. Cause of course I had my standing appointment the next week. Right. And I'm wondering like, how's this going to go over? And, um, when I got there, he was like, he actually was nervous because he was telling me, oh, my boyfriend was texting me like, have you heard from him yet? Have you like, and so they were more like, that was hot. And, and apparently, <laughs> and I was, on, I was honored actually, because they said, you know, we've kind of flirted a few times, maybe kissed, but we've never gone that far. I was mm-hmm. like, wow. And I'm the, I, I was the chosen one. Oh, you broke their virginity. <laughs> yes. Yes. So we keep, um, so now when he's blowing out my hair, <laughs> mm-hmm. there's sometimes there's a little bit of a, an innuendo or him pushing himself into uh-huh. me, which I know our other co-host Jeremy has, I think he's told me he has this whole fantasy, pretty sure it's Jeremy about a barber, you know, that whole, yeah. Th- thing. So I haven't, I, we need to share this story with him because. Oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But the other thing that was. Don't inter- be jealous. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> the other thing that was interesting about in my uh, man on the street, gay pride stories was, um, you know, when we had uh, DJ Joey Z on the episode mm-hmm. and he talked so openly about, um, you know, his family and yeah, all that time. That incredible. With, yeah. And so we recently did, he grew up Jehovah's Witness. Um, for those of you who haven't listened to it, check it out. Go back uh, and listen to an episode. And, uh, oh, I will <laughs> look that one up. It's we'll DJ it Joey Z, Religion and Sex. Um, it's on iTunes, Google Play, and all your other listening um, pleasures. But he, um, what was interesting is that our recent mm-hmm. live broadcast that mm-hmm. we did on Facebook Live he came up and talked about it, and we had a listener who yes. reached out to me, and the reason he reached out, and he came to the live broadcast, and the reason he found us was bec- with that episode, because he grew up, I believe, Jehovah's Witness as well, mm-hmm. and 
um, he came and he he they they got to talk and mm-hmm. really kind of share their stories. That's we, awesome. We even ran into him um, at the Pure Dance, and he again was just thank you so much. And that's awesome. That episode really he's I'm hooked, and he was telling his friends about it. And I was so happy that he got to meet Joey though, because yeah. you know it's all about that. You know, yeah. you're not alone type so yeah, thing. Sometimes you just need to know that there's somebody else out there that's gone through either almost exactly what you, know, what you have or, you know, yeah. close enough to it that they would understand. Exactly. You know, so exactly. You, you don't feel alone. And I mean, and whether it's, you know, a horror story or, you know, a, a religious story or just coming out as kinky. Yeah. Yeah. There's a story. There's a, somebody I interviewed. Listen to this one because it kind of relates to what we're talking about right now. Tell me your name. I'm, my name is Cameron. Cameron, do you live in New York? No, I don't. Oh, where do you live? I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. Nice, nice. So wh- what's the difference between um, Charlotte's... Uh, do you have a gay pride there? We do have a gay pride, yeah. yeah. We're the second largest in the southeast, I think. Atlanta. Nice. Did it already happen? No, we do ours later. It's in August. Okay. Because it's so hot there. Not yet. Cool. So do you have a, a fav- or do you have a coming out story that you could share? I know, sure, yeah. My dad's actually a Southern Baptist preacher. Yeah, so I grew up in, like, Christian school in the South, yeah. I didn't come out till I was, like, 20, 22. I wanted to get out of the house, like, get successful, then be like, all right, fuck you, I'm, I'm good. Like, you can't say anything about it. And how do they react? Um, my mom was cool with it. She, like, was worried I was going to get sick or, like, like have issues too, but my dad he didn't like it too much. We came to an agreement. He he actually told me he's like, I think you you were born this way, but I don't want you around your my brother. Like I don't want you around my kids. Like I'm not coming to your wedding. But yeah, does he still feel that way? No, my mom actually passed recently, so like he's like changing. Yeah, he's changing his mindset. So like it, yeah, I don't know if he'll ever be like a, like an ally, but I think he like will come to my wedding and support my family. So and sometimes that's enough, right? Yeah. Wasn't that? Uh, That's an awesome story. It really is. That's and, an awesome story. Um, I think when he, it reminded me, obviously, of DJ Joey Z's story, but it really also reminded me of um, Tom Eubanks, who was on one of our episodes yeah. about yeah. when he was coming out in Chicago, too, mm-hmm. and he struggled with all that. You know, right. yeah. I mean, and. I mean, I do think, um, I know you and Jeremy have told me before, like, you know, you just got to tell them or not. But I mean, in some ways, sometimes that's just enough, too, I think, if, you know, Mm -hmm. you get an understanding. Exactly. It reminded me, too. And so what was interesting when I was back to my family or my mom's 80th birthday with the family, um, it was all of our relatives. Mm -hmm. And so um, our first cousins and Mm -hmm. aunts and uncles. And so they're all there. Um, so of course, we're in a social media era now, so and I'm friends with some of my cousins, um, which I know, like, one or two of my cousins, I know, they're, they're always liking, like, if I post anything about this show or, mm-hmm. you know, I'm at Gay Pride, whatever, they're liking it. Right. So I know they know, and it's, it's all yeah. great. I know my other aunt on my father's side uh, used to have gay best friends, and I've had major conversations with her, mm-hmm. and her and my father were extremely close. Yeah. Um, my father since passed, but it's interesting when you do lose sort of a, a parent and you know, it's now we look after my mom a little bit. We just took her on this cruise mm-hmm. and we're traveling with her and I, you know, we're checking in with her all the time right. that the, the, 
the little innuendos that I got from my cousins and um, even some of my aunts of, they thought that um, we brought a family friend of ours who was, he, he was my first boyfriend actually ever, but he's now a friend. Yeah. And so he came to the, he knows my mom, he knew my dad. Right. So he was sitting next to me. And so there was three or four cousins and maybe like one aunt that were like, we really like him and, 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 oh, can, oh, can we take your picture? And I was like, sure, That's but cute. like me and, and him. And right. so it was this level of like, it's okay kind of thing. Kind of going out of their way to going out express of their way. That they're okay with They it. were totally getting like the pairing up wrong. I think they thought my sister was with our other friend, family friend. Mm-hmm. And then somebody else thought, my that same family friend was with my mom, which yeah. would have been a huge. She would have been a major cougar. Um, <laughs> I, so I think there was that kind of pairing up. But right. the, I went into this not thinking of any of this. Right. And like I said, in the social media era, there, uh, my cousin who I I know knows uh, she's getting married to this guy, and he was just there. You know. Invite him to, um, you know, be sure and you invite your friend to the, the wedding. And I was like, oh, oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I was thinking, <laughs> I didn't have the heart to say, we're not together. But, but you know, it was, I think yeah. there, when you get, and, you know, I found myself throughout the cruise with my mom. And, of course, you know, all this travel that we've done with her, talking so openly about just attraction to other, you know, men. And not, right. not um, maybe in the past I would have edited myself more mm-hmm. and she's participating and not blinking yeah. an eye and I just think mothers you know, always know I definitely know they mothers know always but know. the comfort factor and the right you know I think yeah. it's, it's changing for me and it was it was it's in this short this last few months and that's it's been great. really refreshing so it's kind that's of cool. great that's awesome yeah so that's awesome um but there was a another the last question or you know people that I came across in this man on the street uh, was interesting because it had to do with sexual fluidity, bisexuality, interestingly enough. Mm-hmm. Um, listen to these next ones. Tell me your name. Uh, Tony. Yeah. Happy Pride. Pride. Uh, I'm noticing the three stripes on your face. Uh, can you tell me what they represent? So that's the bisexual flag. The pink represents uh, loving your own gender. The middle represents loving both genders. And then the last one represents loving the, um, another gender. I love it. Do you have a coming out story that you can share? <laughs> so I am. I I came out with this shirt actually. My uh, grand big and my my fraternity uh, bought me this. So me and my dad share the same name. So when it came in the mail, they didn't know that I was I was, I was bi. So it came in the mail and they thought it was from my dad. So they opened it and they saw this and they were like, uh, "What is this?" I was like. It was on Father's Day, too, so it was pretty awkward. And I was like, um, well, I'm bi. And wow. they took it pretty well. So. I'm just going to read it. I like my men how I like my women. That's it. That's the joke. I'm a bisexual. I love it. Thank you. Tell me your name. Uh, Zachary Zane. Cool. Jason. <laughs> nice. Do you guys live in New York? I do. He does. I do not. I live in Boston. Boston. How does uh, New York Pride compare to Boston? Bigger, bigger. <laughs> it's bigger, yes, everything's bigger. Cool. Do you guys have, this is a podcast about gay sex, do you have a favorite um, co- coming out story at all that was interesting? <laughs> uh, I'm actually bisexual. I'm married to a woman, but we have open relationship, so I date people that are of both sexes, and so does she, 
and we live in Boston and do the same. I love it. And are all your friends like totally, I mean, do they ever look at you like, that's weird, or is everyone like... My friends are the same, so it doesn't... Oh, nice. <laughs> I love that. That's so progressive. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Nice, nice. How about you? Do you have... Um, how about a, a different question? Do you have a place... What's the craziest place you ever had sex? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> craziest place I've ever had sex. What's the answer to that? Um... I don't know. I don't know. I guess on the beach, nothing crazy. That's uh, cool. Nothing crazy there. Yeah. You're more like one-on-one in the house kind of thing. Yeah. No, I've, we had a foursome last night, speaking of which, so there we go. Yeah, I love it. Was it hot? It was very hot. There you go. That's hot. Then it's relevant. Perfect. Thank you so much. You guys look fab- fabulous. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Happy prize. Isn't that interesting, the, the, the sexual fluidity that, you know, you and I just probably always just think in a gay, narrow-focused... Well, I'll speak for myself, but isn't, <laughs> isn't it... Don't you love when you meet, like, now with transgender and, and there was yeah. so many... I love... And the, exactly. the, the bisexual thing, I mean, when we talked with um, Master Joshua, the whole um, pansexual... Pansexual, how, yeah. how do you just... I forget how he differentiates pansexual versus, say, bisexual. And this would be a great question for that last yeah. guy, that Zachary mm-hmm. Zane... Who, by the way, um, is a... I didn't realize it at the time, but he's a writer for The Advocate, uh, Bisexual.org, The Washington Post, Cosmopolitan, Out, and to name just a few. So, um, so we will get, stuff. I want him Free on the ad, show. Zachary. Yeah, Zachary <laughs> Zane, we want you on the show. I mean, yes. you can explain a little Call bit us. about it. Yeah, but um, I, I remember uh, Master Joshua talked a little bit about pansexual versus right. bi. Um, um I mean, pansexual, I think, from what Zachary had, not Zachary, uh, Master, Joshua. Master Joshua had said, um, it's, it's more, it, it's the whole gamut of things. So it's, it's not just men and women, it's men, women, transsexual, you know, and any, anywhere in between. Right. You know. Right, right, which is cool. So, but this Zachary is very, you know, he writes for bisexual. So I'd love to dig a little deeper mm-hmm. into what... His. I just loved That'd what they had to say. I mean, and then the other one, his friend, um, I'll post a video of that on our YouTube page and our website, but um, married, open relationship. Mm-hmm. They play around with both right. both genders and they surround themselves around like-minded people. And I, I'm always, I just... That's great. I think, I think it's awesome, yeah. You know, and you look back at, you know, the Kinsey studies so many years ago, you know, and, he, and, and his, uh, his theory that... You know, people are more people are more on a you know he, he had a scale of zero to six. Of, right. You know, it's a who, sliding kind of right. And zero is like completely straight. Six is you know, like completely gay. Right. And most people are in the middle, and they have you know some attraction to the opposite sex yeah. and, and some attraction to the the same sex. Yeah, and my friend. And it's just all you know. Our friend, our, a family friend of mine, uh, Lynn, said that years ago when I was a kid mm-hmm. that everyone and I, that always struck with me, and I'll always remember that she said that sliding scale kind of thing and yeah. it's and it totally makes sense and why would we think that you know it does i mean it it, and it, it does can change and it's like all scales you, go, you gain a little person. weight sometimes <laughs> after yeah. you eat too many burgers at fourth of july and you lose a little you know after right. dancing on the dance floor so. and it, you know it changes you know you're, you're a top with some people you're a bottom with other people sure, and sure. you know it's it, it's a go with the flow and go with the energy not i don't want to say go with the flow but you know right. it's a go with the energy and, and how you connect with somebody absolutely so male female 
you know, whatever. And seeing those, so, I'll try and put those two flags, the transgender flag mm-hmm. um, and the... I like the transgender flag. Yeah, I, I do too. Pretty, I think it's I do gorgeous. too, which is, um, I know the trans is pink. Um, well, the f- transgender community, uh, it's horizontal stripes. It's a light blue, two pink, and one white in the center. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think the other one is uh, the pink... I forget what the other ones. I'll show them on the on, on the site. Um, they're kind of similar in colors, but mm-hmm. they're different, and so yeah. I think it's really cool. Um, but wow, this has been a really um, it's, it, it, it's amazing. Just in the years that I've seen the parades, and you know, so many people. You know, I mean, gay people used to kind of wince at bisexuality. It was like, yeah. oh, come on, you know, right? They're being they're being open and honest about who they are. Exactly. Exactly. So. I know. I, I, I mean, be who you are. Be what's, be what's comfortable for you. And that's, that's really all you can do. And keep looking for, there's more gay prides to come. I mean, there's the, more gay <laughs> prides to come. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, this has been a great conversation reflecting on, you know, gay pride, why we're it proud. Has. Yeah. Past stories coming out, sex stories mixed in there for good measure. And so <laughs> thanks for going there on this um, hodgepodge episode. It's always fun. Absolutely. It's always fun. Absolutely. Well, so, can, thank you, Steve Carpenter. Well, thank you, Steve Rodriguez. Absolutely. We will see you next week. Um, but always follow us. We are at Talk About Gay Sex um, at Twitter, Instagram, at Talk About Gay Sex, or Facebook.com forward slash Talk About Gay Sex. Uh, We will be back next week with another episode. And thanks for listening. And in the meantime, continue having hot gay sex. Thanks. Absolutely. (laughs)